What is up everybody, welcome back to a new episode, daily episode of The Colored Pink. This is Mika, your host, and first of all, addressing the pressing concerns, um, this is recorded in a slightly different setting than usual, so there might be a bit of weird background noise or artifacts in the audio, sorry about that. I'm also holding the mic, like handheld, it's not resting on a surface because I just can't find one that's convenient, so... There's that, um, but launching straight into the meat and potatoes. This episode is actually a somewhat whimsical story. And in my typical fashion, of course, I'm going to tie it back to big um, big concepts, I guess, like important shit. So I'm not just telling you about how, you know, I went to get milk at the grocery store. Like, I'm telling you about a event, an incident, which uh, has meaning to me. And I think explaining the process of explaining that meaning um, will be quite inspiring slash entertaining or whatever, the, whatever the, which for whatever reason, like you listen to this, I think you'll hit that reason, even though I don't really know what that is. Anyway, um, moving into the episode after this short intro. So, actually, another different um, thing I wanted to address is, I'm not sure if you can hear it, but I'm wearing a mechanical, like, I, I always wear a mechanical watch, it's a Seiko Sarp 033, but I'm not sure if it actually shows up on the mic, If because it's quite close to the mic this time, um, I'm just gonna pause for 3 seconds and put the watch like right in front of it and see if you can hear anything. Because, like... I was hearing it, like, with my own ears, and it was maybe, like, five inches away for some reason. Uh, the more I wear it, the more I get, I, the more easier it is for me to hear it. So, I apologize if it's bothering you, like, the tick-ticking. It's pretty upbeat, and it's high-pitched, so I don't think it's going to be that big of a problem, but, y- yeah, just in case. Um, going into this episode, see, I the more I experience things, the more I realize that the smallest things can have the greatest meaning. It doesn't always have to be super deep, as this story will illustrate, but even the simple things that you don't think have much significance, we don't think have much significance, can end up changing a lot, actually. Um, this episode was directly inspired by... Um, I, was, I was just sitting on the floor with my friends this morning, and... I just put the question to the two of them. I was like, give me a random podcast episode topic. Because I just want to try something different. And one of my close friends said um, how I found my meaning in life when I rode horses or something like that. When I started riding horses. And so this is that episode. That's why it's structured around a whimsical story rather than a concept. So, this friend that mentioned, that suggested this idea, she's been riding horses for years. It's, like, I think she saved up money after she graduated high school and then started, like, I think it was four years ago now. And, obviously, when you do something for that long, you get pretty decent at it. And the more you stick with something, the harder it is to find people who are as um, experienced as you are. Same with, you know, podcasting for me, writing uh whatever all my uh, any skill 
So she's pretty distinguished in like pretty much any friend group that we're in or any social situation. And obviously horses are a big part of her life. So one day, I can't remember what it was. I think I was just upset because I didn't have my social time that day. Uh, that used to be a problem. Like that's still a problem to some extent. Like I spend way too much time at home, and my home is pretty miserable. So, like I need to get out and talk to people. That's like my natural element. I'm an extrovert, an extreme extrovert. So, like, I was kind of lamenting one day that that day I wouldn't have much social time, and she's like, you know, you need an excuse to get out more because I can't always hang out with you, which is true. And, uh, she said, you know, why not start writing, and. I was initially very put off because, like, it's time and it's money. Like, you know, equestrianism is not a poor man's sport. Like, it's a luxury in today's world, very much so. And so, uh, eventually, I started, and it changed my lifestyle entirely, and it opened me to a whole new world of opportunity. I'm not going to get into the details because they're not entirely relevant to this episode. But basically, it kind of checks a lot of boxes. Like, first of all, it's a big point of connection for the two of us now, which is important to me because we're very close friends. And um, secondly, it gets me out of the house, like you said. Third, it's like a new skill that you can put your mind to quite wholeheartedly, and it's something different than work, which I have to put my mind to all the time. So it's a healthy break in, in a lot of ways. Um, fourth, I'm actually like on the verge, like tonight, or this morning, I should say, because it's twelve thirty-six a.m. right now, local time in Malaysia, where I'm recording this. This morning, in a few hours, I'm going to be taking a road trip to um, a different state in Malaysia, because that's this the same friend. She's like training to be a certified equestrian coach, and the courses are being held in a different state because there's a big um, center, like equestrian center, where you have lots of land for and lots of horses to run around on that land. And so we have to travel there. So uh, me, her, and another friend are taking like a road trip there for about a week. So like this thing, it wouldn't be happening if I weren't a rider as well because, you know, the last day of her course where the two of us are going to ride together in that estate just for the fuck of it. And um, it's something that wouldn't be possible if I didn't know how to ride a horse. Because, I mean, for those of you who are not familiar with it, it's actually a lot harder than it looks. Like, you you don't just jump on a horse and everything just comes naturally. Like, not at all. It's very much a skill. Uh, But I digress. The point is, riding horses is different enough... To me, to change everything, I I firmly believe that you need some exotic elements in your life, things that are different, because they keep you listening. If everything is the same for long enough, you eventually tune everything out and you just live the same boring existence. And I see this in people all the time when things are too similar, when you stay in your comfort zone too much and avoid unfamiliarity, you end up turning off your brain because your brain has no reason to be on. It's just the same predictable, familiar shit all over again. You don't actually have to use it. And that can be very dangerous. And it's something which I am honestly quite afraid of because 
I have watched people plateau my whole life and just wither and like rot in you know the mental sense so that's something which I'm sure as fuck not gonna let happen to myself so these exotic breaks honestly like I'm glad she this friend could convince me to just get my ass into a saddle because it's honestly like f- as a complete package economically even economically time wise and just like if you weigh the pros and cons it's actually one of the best exotic um additions to my life that i could have made i mean i have mechanical watches like that's a hobby which is like it kind of equivalent because it's different enough and it's something i can focus on that's not work but that's very expensive and it's uh, it's a very i mean it's much more expensive hobby to get into honestly and it's also like no one else in my friend group talks about it so it's not like i'm gonna get invited to conventions and shit just because i know like the whole history of the zenith al primero movement like it's not gonna happen because it's just not the same but i already know a writer so you know all things considered it was a pretty good thing i'm glad she could convince me to do it um for this reason like you need some exotic elements in your life and there are some that are better than other others obviously if you want to become like a crab fisherman on your spare in your spare time but your main job is to write content like full-time on the internet you're gonna have a bit of a lifestyle clash there it's gonna be a a bit difficult for you for you to do that so you don't have to find stuff that's so out there just take stuff that's already like the low-hanging fruit so to speak just as long as it's a bit different um and like these changes the change the exotic element in your life the difference basically it turns on self-awareness and like i said that's important because it's i i i i I just caught myself there i don't i don't actually know why i just think i guess like self-awareness is just useful in general i guess i need to have it because it's the nature of my work i need to be reflective on what i'm thinking what i'm feeling and how i how it changes but I suppose, like, for a general, just a normal person, being aware means you can more easily solve your problems, and, like, you're just more aware. I don't know, like, I, I have to think about that. Why Why is it... Benefits of self-awareness. I think it's pretty obvious, but, I mean, there might be a little bit of a... I might be committing a bit of a fallacy. Is that, like, a logical fallacy there? I might have to think about that, but... I know, I just wrote that down in the outline, and I just didn't bother to explain it, it just skipped completely over me, but in my case, self-awareness is good, the, the self-awareness incited by this change is good, because, like, in a very practical, from a very practical point of view, um, I am making a refinement, like, it's it's a stage of refinement in my content, like, that I make right now, like, for those who don't know, I make content like this like mostly podcasting and writing full-time for the internet so that's something which uh is a very difficult job and it requires a lot of high level shit and i'm basically doing it on my own right now and probably for the next few years so like doing making certain types of decisions depending on who you are can be very taxing and right now i'm making the type of decisions which are taxing for me like refinement of 
you know, thinking about monetization and all that shit, like just a bunch of stuff which doesn't you don't really care about um, until a few years time when I say, hey, so yeah, a few years back I was talking about this and this is why it's it's important. Um, but self awareness is important in that process, so I appreciate it. And I'm only telling you that because I want to show you how like it's not just something useless, but it's. I mean, you you definitely have your own reasons for wanting to be self aware or valuing self awareness, but. I just thought I'd share mine. In conclusion, like this, this episode obviously is not a heavy one. It's not gonna have a how-to section and this, like you know, supporting evidence and all that. It's very lightweight, heavily, um, centered around a story, a whimsical story. A lot, like in a lot of ways. Basically, it just goes to show, you should try new things, even if you don't really know why. You never know where they might lead, honestly. And if you pay attention to the inner pulse, you'd be surprised at like which, what kind of direction you lead into. For example, you know this this one thing I I heard, even though there were a lot of inhibitions, like logically, between me and starting to ride horses, there were a lot of pulls which I couldn't really explain, and I decided to follow those just for the heck of it. And look where it led me. There's other ones, other pulls which are not quite as, which I haven't followed quite as um, thoroughly yet. Like I haven't listened to paid as much attention. One of them I've already mentioned, uh, watches. For some reason, I just am addicted to time, like the concept of time, the frailty of everything, and just it's just such a big part of my character, like time, and the attempt to understand it and optimize it so like watches obviously they're timekeepers specifically mechanical watches because i feel like it's a mechanical watch that functions like with physical components and all that like it's a bridge between our world and the like and the magical world of like time which we don't really understand and can't really observe except when it passes by like it's really poetic it's really philosophical it's really just everything that i'm into and that that world is something which i have a strong pull inner pull towards as you can tell because i mention it in like every f- other other fucking episode these days but haven't followed it through as much because it's uh expensive to get into the hobby of collecting mechanical watches but it's actually really influenced my, like even that it's already influenced my life quite a bit like i recently in the past few days the reason i'm a bit tired and a bit out of it with content these few days is because i'm doing a lot of uh soul searching i guess you could say and you know soul searching stuff which will greatly inform my decisions and strategy for um my career as a content creator you know like what platforms you play on uh, how much you're going to invest in it like time what you're going to spend it on monetization plans and all that shit like the business end of the business uh or the career and when thinking about what I want during this soul searching, watches changed a lot of what I perceived, what I thought I wanted. And if it weren't for my interest in watches and my deep fascination with them, to the point where like I know so much weird shit about so many weird watch makers and watch companies and weird watch facts... If I didn't have all that, it would have drastically changed my 
outlook on what I want. And honestly, like this might this will very likely become uh, another different episode. But teaser, when I tried to figure out what I want in order to plan how to get it, I realized I want a lot, a lot less than I thought I did. In from a numbers perspective, from an everything perspective, it's just a lot less than I thought. I actually need a lot less to be extremely happy, at least for now. And it's surprising. It's quite interesting, and I see how much that was influenced by these just these simple pulls. Like you know, I like things on your wrist made of little tiny gears that have hands that tell you what time it is. And it's really simple, and it sounds really trivial to most of you, unless you're into it as well. But the impacts can be, the impact can be quite astounding, and that's that's I guess if there's a message that's practical, if there's any practical message to this episode, it's that, like, pay attention to the simple things which you don't really think mean anything, because those are the things which can end up meaning the most, because you're not looking out for them. So if something special comes along, you're just completely unaware or unex- you're not expecting it to be that big of a deal. And that makes it an even bigger deal than it actually can be. So, it's just, uh, it's just a simple message today. It's pretty interesting, in my opinion, because it it makes you wonder, like, what what kind of little things am I just like? Do I have right now, which actually can unlock a lot of opportunity and growth and all that? But so it's a nice thing to think about. It makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Even though right now I don't feel too warm and fuzzy inside. Actually, I do, because today was a little bit of a um, tiring day. But it's weird because I ended up with more energy than when I started. Even though I'm gonna be a bit sleep deprived before traveling tomorrow. Like, I mean, what is travel if not sleep deprivation, right? But, uh, yeah. Even though I don't feel too warm and fuzzy inside, that message makes me feel. Super warm and fuzzy inside because it's it's a nice little way to it's a nice little way to wrap up an experience that is new to you and something especially something you didn't know like the way it would turn out. So I don't know. It's just nice and I can't really say much beyond that right now because my brain is failing me. I do need to sleep. It is twelve forty-five uh, in the morning. So we're gonna wrap this show up. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this episode of The Color Pink. I do appreciate your attention. Sorry, I missed the past few days. Like I saw a break in the rhythm. Like I know, like it is is much better if I make episodes. If I release episodes, pretty much every twenty four hours, twenty eight hours, something like that, every day at least. Uh, I missed a couple, a whole couple days, a whole like fifty hours, I think, uh, in the past few days. And I'm sorry. I saw that it broke up some of you guys' flow, uh, it, but it's just like sometimes there's a lot of shit going on, and I feel like even if I made an episode, it would not be up to standard. So I would rather rest and make a solid, decent episode. So I'm sorry about that. I know it's called daily podcast, but you know sometimes shit happens. I try not to. It's only happened once in a few months, like where I've missed like more than thirty hours in a row. But we're gonna c- try and keep that to a minimum. I am aware of how destructive it is, 
and I am aware that it's not ideal. So I'm I do want I did want to apologize for that, but I do know what's going on. I'm trying to get my shit together, and hopefully you appreciate the gesture as much as I appreciate your attention and the chance to like tell these little funny stories to you. I do value you as an audience very much because this is like my favorite thing. Like besides, it's probably even more. I I probably like this even more than writing, which is saying a lot. Um, you know, using this podcast is like the rawest form of my thoughts being converted, my experiences being converted into insight, and that's valuable. It's something that I would do regardless of you know how many people are listening. But the fact that so many of you listening all the time, with pretty much zero marketing at least for right now, it's quite uh staggering to me, and it's an opportunity which I know. Is important and I do not take lightly. I hope to meet you guys someday and talk to you guys at least online, um, just to see what you guys are like. You know, all these people that listen to me talk shit every day, it's interesting. Because if you guys like, you know, the people who listen to this episode, these episodes regularly, I've said before, you probably know me better than all my closest friends because it's just like this, just real. It's just raw. It's just honest. And it's every day, pretty much. So, yeah, that's that. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Color Pink Daily. I'll catch you in the next one. Peace out.